0: listening to new life before we pray that this message encourages you and helps you stay jesus focused we are going to just delve in right away luke chapter 5 i'll be talking about deeper let's go deeper amen how many of you wants to be student of the word student of the lord jesus christ amen we'd love to follow jesus we are following jesus And that we are becoming disciples of the Lord. Amen. Once we were part of the crowd, we were just, you know, recipient of God's blessing. And I believe God is moving us to a higher level that you will become instruments of this. As you are being blessed, the blessing will flow through you. Amen. Amen. And I want you to see yourself experiencing this. Each individual that are here listening this afternoon, you are blessed. You are loved by God. And we are all recipients. We are on the receiving end. Hallelujah. But there's another perspective that I, I want you to see. And I want you to see it clearly. Together with the vision God placed in this church, I want you to understand this and I want you to catch this. Are you ready? God is about to use you. God is about to use you. Eyes open. See that. With your hands and feet. With the Lord blessing you with resources. Your story. Your life. The Lord is about to use you. Hallelujah. For His greater glory. Here in your area. Here in this place. Makati and Taguig, You know, the, the word and the fame of Christ is exploding here in this place. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. And I'm going to read scriptures, you know, to you. And uh, uh, one by one, and as I read them, you know, maybe uh, perhaps, you know, the, the uh, clicker, you know, would just uh, follow me, you know, with this one. And um, Luke chapter 5, I'm going to read verse 1, 2, and 3 first. So it was uh, the multitude pressed about him. This is in New King James Version this time. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, and he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. And right there, verse 1, the background of the story was Jesus Christ is going throughout all Judea and area of Jerusalem. And here in chapter 5, boom, Gennesaret right away. And this is like about, you know, 120 kilometers, you know, a distance from Jerusalem to Gennesaret. To this place right here, so Jesus Christ is all over. He's, you know, um, this is his ministry. This is his life that he's about, you know, to do this, you know, for some three good years on the on the surface of the earth, you know. And uh, it's ha- just so happened, and it is by God's will that he's going to be doing this, you know. In in the area of Gennesaret, Nazareth, you know, Jerusalem, and Jesus Christ, you know, uh, showing us from the writings of the, the, the Gospels that He is simply showing us the love of the Father. From birth to the cross, to the grave, to the resurrected Christ, Jesus has shown us the picture, a beautiful picture of the heart of God for humanity. He is our Redeemer. He is our Lord. So here it's just but a segment. I will be showing you Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. It's just a small part of Jesus' ministry. And for us to be aware of it, you know, this is just but the beginning of his ministry. Here, you know, in the scriptures that we are about to read, you know, in particular, particularly in chapter 5, you know, we would be seeing here Jesus Christ, you know, his teaching, is demonstrating. I, l- I love our Jesus Christ because He's not just going to let go something, not just only to give instruction or give a word without demonstrating it. He's out there wanting to demonstrate it for you and I to experience it. You are here this afternoon to listen to the Word of God. You are not just going to listen, but you would go out, living this place, experiencing the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ. How about that? I am, I prayed that the Lord will move your heart. I prayed that the Lord would move your, your heart and your life. And that we would leave this building, you know, smiling. Knowing that there's an assurance and security in our lives. Assured once again by the love of God, you know, for us. And yet, once again, we would be able to see and appreciate that, hey, God will use me. Amen. Maybe you haven't heard someone challenging or giving you a word like this. God is, will, and is going to use you. Amen. Amen. And perhaps, you know, maybe half of you here experienced that already, that God is working through your life. But yet, you know, I want all the members of this congregation right now to be able to appreciate the fact and the truth that you are born today for this generation to serve the will of God. For this generation. Hallelujah. I'm expecting the word amen right there. So here, you know, verse two. Let's let's listen, okay? You know, Jesus, Jesus is, is uh, moving here and multitude, you know, when the Bible tells us multitude, this is not just about a hundred, it's more than the people, you know, here inside this cinema. It's about you know more than a thousand, a couple of thousand. There's a multitude, you know, pressing about him to hear the word coming out from this the first service kanina you know i'm i'm very happy i'm i'm you know i'm registering pictures in my heart and i'm telling myself you can experience somewhat like this in butuan people standing up outside waiting you know for the next service i like that i love the picture i'm going to remember that you know put that in my heart you know and then, because you know people are hungry To hear the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. People are hungry to hear that God loves them. And God is not angry with them. Amen. Amen. So here, people are following. Even then, people are following the Lord Jesus Christ. Wanting to hear from Him. Because, you know, for quite some time, for hundreds of years, God has been silent Because of man's sin and their refusal to fear from God, they killed the prophets and for some time God is quiet. But here comes, right after Malachi there's been what they call dark ages. Oh, but the love of God. For God so loved the world. God will never remain silent about this. He sent his son, and here comes his son, the word, the living word, and verse 2. And, and Jesus, while he was traveling and he's teaching the people, you know, and the multitude was pressing about him around him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake Gennesaret, of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fisherman had gone from them and were washing their nets. Another picture Jesus Christ is moving. Teaching, walking along the lake Nessritan and positioning himself, people are pressing around him. You know he cannot teach properly because you know people wanted to get near him. You know, akunaman, akunaman. You know, move, move out. You know, let me hear. You know, kanina kapajan. You know, let me, let me be the the closest one. You know, and, and they're pressing on Jesus. And then Jesus saw two boats. You know, being parked there, just lying there by the by the by the by the lake. And Jesus Christ said, "Hmm, let me use the." One of those boats, Jesus Christ is, you know, ask a person, you know, to for him to use it because Jesus is going to use it as a pulpit or a stage, all right. So they here, you know, he wanted to use the boat. Verse three. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's. Everybody say Simon's, and asked him. This Simon became Peter later on. Okay, so this is Simon Peter. Then he got into one of the boats. One of the boats. Remember, there are two boats. He got into one of them, which was Simon's. Thank you. And asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. All right. So here comes Jesus. You know, press people are pressing around him. But you know, this is a brilliant idea. He got into one of the boats. Pushed the boat a a little bit further to the water. And then, you know, he he began to teach. So people, you know, he has a distance between, between him and the people. I like that. That's a wonderful idea. And Jesus Christ was able to do what he needed to do because somebody allowed his boat to be used by the Lord Jesus Christ. From there, that's another sermon. But, you know, we will be talking about going deeper. But, you know, if... If you would allow me to segue a little bit with this and stop here in verse 3. You know, there is a a truth that is very important that we have to see. Whoever you are, you are an engineer or a tricycle driver or a taxi driver. You're a doctor or you're a vet. You know, same thing. Whoever you are, a lawyer or, you know, whatever profession. You're still a student. You're a mom. You're a dad. God can use you. You have something in your hand that the Lord wants to borrow for a while. (laughs) And my God, my Jesus, every time that you allow Him to use, every time that you would let Him use your hand, let Him use your wallet, let Him use your talent, let Him use your time, every time that a person would allow Jesus to do that, Jesus is never a taker. He will always see to it, see to it, see to it. He would make sure that after He is done with it, He's going to bless you with so much. Come on, somebody clap. Somebody say amen for that. Because you came here. It's so hot outside. Maybe you, you, know, you, you should not bother to just come you know, and, and get in your car or ride a jeepney. To come here, you know... You, Maybe you could just watch basketball or, you know, do something. But you allowed, because you know the, the love of God. You know the love of Jesus. You know that you, know, you, you, you just don't go to church because you have to. Because you love to. You see, you allow God to use your time. And some people will be wondering why, you know, you're not, you're not growing any older. Come on, I love the Lord and I love, you know, giving my time to the Lord. You know, they, they told me I'm only like, you know, 35 years old. And Brother Albin, you told me I'm 26. Thank you very much. In the ministry. Why? People would be asking, what is your secret? I give two hours, and Jesus gave me eternity. Hallelujah. Because God is never a taker. Is a blesser. That's part of His name. That's who He is. God will will never take away your child. Never will take away your daughter. God is not in a business of taking away lives and taking away your business, taking away your profession. Never. He is a good God. And a good God in demonstration, He needed to have a pulpit. He needed have to have something to stand and to sit on in order for him to do his ministry. In order for the Word of God to flourish on the earth. In your area here in Tagig and and Makate. In the area in which in New Life the fort is. In order for the Word to really, you know, are you happy at all? Are you being blessed to hear the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ? How much He loves you dearly? Are you enjoying that? God wants this message. He wants this message to reverberate and it shall be heard all throughout Metro Manila, all throughout Visayas and Mindanao, including Butuan City. Amen. And who's is it going to use? You and I. Two boats just lying down by the seashore by the lake and Jesus sat in one of them to continue reading verse 4 you know what in, in all throughout the passages here you know from verse 1 to 11 the long of Jesus Christ you that. because if you have a red letter bible red letter edition of the bible you would skim through it you know uh, uh, all throughout uh, 11 verses the longest Jesus Christ have spoken verse 10 and here in verse 4 listen When he had stopped speaking, because this is Dr. Luke, you know, quoting and writing the gospel. When Jesus stopped speaking, he said to Simon. Everybody say again, Simon. He said to Simon, launch out into the deep. Launch out into the deep. That is the first part of instruction. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Jesus Christ is so clear. Launch out into the deep. Go deeper. Let down your nets. Promise. For a, every time that Jesus gives instructions, he always has a promise. There is always an assurance. There's always an assurance. Why Peter should let down the nets? For a catch. For a catch. Whatever Jesus is talking and speaking to your life, you're a mother, you're a father, you're a brother, you're a son, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you are whatever you are in life and whatever you do in life. All of us can hear God and His instructions in our lives. Amen. Amen. You may be wondering, Pastor Jerson, you know, that's for you because, you know, you are a minister, you're a pastor, then the Lord would speak to you. No, that's in the Old Testament. Praise God, we are in the New Testament. Hallelujah. In the olden days, in the old covenant, God would speak through a prophet. God would speak through a king. God would speak through um, a priest. They're the ones that are anointed by God and anointed by the Holy Spirit. And they're the ones that hears God. And then they would convey to the people. Oh, but the veil has been ripped. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the the presence of God and the promise of the Lord that, you know, the redemption is for us. Our hearts will be changed. Jesus Christ would live in the inside of us. And the Holy Spirit has been poured. Glory to God. Every born-again believer, every son and daughter of God has a privilege to hear from. This is not just for pastors. This is not just for evangelists. The ability for us to listen to our Father is innate. It's part of the blessing of God in us. Amen? In all aspects of life, hindi lang for ministry. God would speak to you not just for the ministry. God would not just speak to you concerning the things of the church. God is speaking and God is moving our hearts concerning every area of our life, including love life, Pastor Gerson, definitely. Amen. It's crucial. Amen. If you marry, it's heaven and heaven and earth. If you marry the right one. That's why you know there's a difference between. Done and finished? What's? Uh, i I'm, never mind. I I always have like you know several attempts to throw some jokes, but I'm not really good at it. So you just go ahead and laugh at me. That's good. It's never our. It's never difficult to hear from the Lord. Pastor Jerson, so naman. you will. Are you still asking God what to wear? No, not to that extent. Amen. Everything. You can trust the Lord. He speaks. I mean, a little, little something. Sometimes the Lord would just show you some things that, that tells you that He loves you. I, I call that in life, love notes. God is throwing at me love notes many times. You know, if you would just be sensitive enough. Like, you know, for example. And I would be looking for a taxi. God, I thank you. I'm your son. And I thank you that you would send a taxi right now. It's not magic, it's a privilege. That's the way I see it. I'm a son of the Father. Sometimes I do, you know, make an effort, you know, to walk. But there are times that the Lord will just boom right there. You know, I dropped, you know, a nail one time, you know, and it's the only nail in the house. So one time I was fixing something. And it's already takip Silim, like, you know, five o'clock late, late. It's dark already. I'm trying to fix, you know, uh, a light bulb. And there's a screw. Uh, I think it was a screw. Then I dropped it. You know, I, I, was, I already, you know, put myself up, you know, on top of the table with a chair on the table trying to fix it. And then I dropped it. And it's like, you know, nowhere to be found. I asked the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, guide me. Where to look. And I found Answered prayer. Finding a screw, that's a love note. That's a simple thing that God would show you, and He showed you. Love notes. And even to that extent, and if you learn how to listen to the Holy Spirit in small things, you won't miss on big things, like choosing who to marry. Because there are some things that God would show you. That's why you're single seller. I don't know why. I never have spoken like this, you know, in the, another service. But there's a demand. I feel a demand, you know. There's a pool. If you're a businessman, you're you, you would know you you would say, you know, I I just leave, you know, uh, God, you know, and Lord in terms of my business dealings. Allow God, and you would see breakthroughs upon breakthroughs. What he told Simon here is, launch out to the deep. Let's go deeper. Deeper in our understanding and our trusts." okay, Lord, that he would would instruct us. He would show us. Because he does show us. Remember, he is our shepherd. He guides us. He leads us. So here Jesus Christ giving instructions to to Peter that, you know, he would launch out to the deep and let down the nets for a catch. Verse 5, but Simon answered and said to him, but Simon answered and said to him. Because, you know, here Jesus is, you know, giving instruction in a natural way of seeing it. A son of a carpenter, a son of a carpenter giving instruction to a professional Fisherman concerning fishing. Jesus has no idea about fishing. He grew up as a son of a carpenter. Simon here, he grew up in this place. He knows the timings. And if you've been a fisherman, you know, I grew up in a, in a place called Colossi Antique. Fishing is our trade. You know, I am a, a grandson of a professional fisherman. My Lolo, I could remember, you know, there's no, uh, namatay na lang si Ernie Baron. All right, but there's no Ernie Baron during that time. They read skies. Like, for example, you know, this afternoon, the sunset, the way it, it, you know, it uh, gives you the light, you know, and representing the skies, he would uh, look at the west and east and look at the skies, you know, okay, there's a fair weather tomorrow. Let's go fit. They could read skies. that's what fishermen does. They they know, they could feel it, you know, they we won't go because you know, sasama ang panahon to uh, the, later this evening. They know that. They have gut feeling. So here Peter knew this area. This is just a lake. Not even an ocean. This is just, you know, a a you know, a, a lake. And Peter knows this place very well. And in fact, if you could remember our reading, they were already washing their nets. They've done fishing for that, you know, for that schedule. They're not going to fish at noontime. They already are mending their nets. And there's lots and lots of labor. And listen to Him. Lord, Master, we have toiled all night. Night shift me Lord. And caught nothing but Jesus Christ promised promised let down the nets for a catch we caught nothing but Jesus promised let down the nets go further launch deeper launch further down the the deeper water and deeper water and let down your nets but I love Peter before he finishes his sentence I love him because this is faith this is trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. He barely knew Jesus. He barely knew Jesus here. Hindi pa official na disciple ni the Lord ni Jesus Christ. Previously, in chapter four, he saw Jesus laying hands on his mother-in-law. I believe he, would, he had made that as a reference. He healed my mother-in-law. I've heard he turned water into wine. Because what he said is this, nevertheless, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the nets. That's why I like you seated in the place, resting in a position of rest. You are seated and therefore you can grace on the word of God you can trust that the Word of God being sent into your heart as the Lord is speaking to you, giving you instruction. And sometimes our mind is... Playing tricks on us. Sometimes you know our experience is throwing against you know against the truth with all negativity, and that you know, that won't work. It's impossible. Remember, you have experienced that way back in nineteen ninety eight. Way back, remember two thousand eight. Remember two thousand this and that. You know you've done that before. You know there will be experiences that would pop up in your mind, and contrary to what the Lord is speaking to you. But if the Lord is speaking to you, launch into the deep and cast your net. You better obey. Why? What is the basis that we need to obey? Because we simply rely on the truth that God never fails. And He who never fails cares for you. He who never fails who cares for you loves you. So we therefore, you know, rest in those truths. And Jesus Christ never meant, you know, to test Peter here. Never meant to trick Peter here. He loves Peter. Remember that, you know, the Lord, whatever you sow, you will always reap. If you sow into Jesus' ministry, He is definitely a great ground. Amen. Amen. Remember here that, you know, at the beginning of this story, you know, Peter here, you know, is lent his boat to Jesus and Jesus wants to return greater favor. So here, nevertheless, nevertheless, Lord, at your word, I will let down the net. And I'm going to slowly, you know, try to land here, you know, but, and, and conclude here, you know, the, the time is telling me, okay, you know, wrap it up, you know, and, and make a conclusion. Listen, remember this. And that Peter here, you know, as our Um, character, trying to follow Jesus, trying to go deeper. Okay, Lord, lent his boat. And Jesus, you know, wants to return blessing to him. That's this. And when they had done this, Jesus' instruction was nets. Launch into the, go to the red letter sentence there. Jesus speaking, launch into the deep and let down your, Nets. Everybody said nets. Kung nets, hindi lang isayon. Malamang dalawa, tatlo, apat. Nets. Jesus Christ said, "Let down your nets, Master. We toiled, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net." Human nature. Jesus, I believe you. There's no mistake in here mistaking here he wants us to sh- he wants to show us some lessons that despite of peter's halting peter's weakness reservations mm-hmm. sabi niya ni peter siguro jesus is giving instruction son of carpenter is giving an instruction let down your nets may reserve kasi kung walang catch may i have like you know three more nets or two more nets that are clean And I can recast them later tonight and toil all night again. Just in case. My reservation. And you know what? You, know, you and I have some reservations. But Jesus is giving us a lesson here. Because if you would just see the outcome of this, and which, you know, let's go there. Let's, let's read on. And when they had done this, net, net, net. When they had done this, Jesus' instructions, instructions was, instruction was net. But Peter just cast the net. So they, despite of that, they had done that. And they caught a great number of fish. And their net was breaking with a catch. Fisherman, noontime, maybe last Jis. eleven o'clock, and you know what? You know during the time you know, the tide changes. I'm a fisherman. In the morning, it's early morning, like before the dawn. I mean, right at the dawn, before the sun rises. If even if you're fishing with hook, that's where the best time to fish. Alas, on say uwi anayan eh. alas jis uwi anayan Nine o'clock we we go home now with a sailboat and with the paddle. I experienced that. I grew up, you know, in a place like that. So here, Peter was so amazed. This is not the time to catch fish. Wow! Diba? Balik tarin mo. Wow pa rin. Amazing! Yun! May joke na rin ako. Tumawa na rin. So here, you know, Peter was so amazed. One net filled a boat. And a boat is filled. And the net is still full. So they asked their friends. Remember, there are two boats. Catch this. If you give your life to the Lord, even your family would receive The overflowing blessing upon your life. Catch that. Catch that. Hallelujah. That's how amazing our God is. That's how good Jesus is. Hallelujah. I remember Joshua when he said, Me and my house will serve the Lord. Amen. So here, you know, two boats were filled. So James, John, the sons of Zebedee, the same feeling, the same experience, and they were so amazed when Simon Peter saw it, verse 8. He fell down at Jesus' knees. He fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished, at the catch of fish which they had taken and so also were James and John the sons of Zebedee who were partners with Simon and Jesus and said to Simon and Jesus said to Simon remember this canina Jesus were just asking a boat can i borrow your boat and Jesus went deeper in his inquiry in his requests Jesus went deeper here. Simon, you're about to give your life. You saw what happened to your boat when you gave, when you allow me to use it. You just saw it. Because from now on, from now on, there's a turning point. People, people of the fort, there's a turning point in our life when we see who Jesus is and just throw ourselves. Into that truth. That you call and from now on experience. From expect something beautiful. Expect something wonderful. From now on. From now on. If you're aware of the gospel. If you're aware of this gospel and how the church was birthed. Hallelujah. These three main characters, the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, were on the front line. Hallelujah. Peter, James, and John. So when Jesus Christ from now on, He meant to be from now on. I'm about to finish and please stand with me. You might be standing for another 10 minutes. <sighs> Do not be afraid. This is Jesus again speaking. I love the Lord Jesus Christ. Because in Him, you find comfort. In Him, you will never be insecure. In Him, you will never be fearful. You will be wrapped with His comfort and love. Do not be afraid. You see, if you are here being convicted and tugged by the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit has been telling you, I want you to commit... You know, to be members of uh, the band, the Praise and Worship band. You know, again, you know, some people said, you know, that's a hard work, Pastor Giselle. Six services? Eight? Wow. You know what? The way I see it, wow. You can develop more musicians. There are talents out there, there are boats out there that are not being used. Hallelujah. Sign up. Sign up. Be a volunteer. In the kingdom of God, being a volunteer is a norm. So come out. Allow Jesus to use your boat. You can sing. You have given your heart to the Lord. Allow the Lord to use it. The kingdom of God is here flourishing. And He needs more pairs of hands and feet and mouth and talents to use. So I may repeat this one more time. As the church is growing, you will be moved to a bigger place and still by no time, you will have multiple services. You can be in a place where it can seat 1,500 or 2,000 people, but still in no time, you will have multiple services. And that's not enough. The way I see it here, and you already have started it. You have some sort of a campus Next door, Aura, right? You have another service there. What about you know, another service somewhere in Makati? Somewhere, you know, this is not just Paul Chase's ministry, this is Jesus' ministry, amen. Some areas of in Taguig in Metro Manila, There's, there's no limit here. All of the things that you know, I'm talking about here is just for someone. There are pastors, we're not going to import pastors, Pastor Alvin. Pastors are just here. You, need, you don't have to invent the will of God and the plan of God, of God in your life. You have to just discover it. You just have to find it out in the heart of God. Never be afraid. From now on. Think of it. Think of it. If God is moving you to go to a Bible school, net, nets. All out na. Serve Kai Lord. I know you are standing, you know, and that's why, that's, that's my, my proof uh, uh, for me not to extend. I have to finish because you're standing. People, I love you so much. And I have to deliver this message in our own life, our personal life. We, I started to work in the Bible school since 1990. Finished working in Bible school, God transitioned me, I got married to a beautiful woman we became director of that Bible school. And by 2002, from 1990, 2002, I stopped working in a Bible school. We were launched to a place, in a deeper place, in Tacloban and started a church. We stayed there for another 10 years. From 2002 to 2012, the Lord Jesus Christ said, go further, go deeper, go deeper. And you know what? In these places, we loved it. Being a director of the school, Masarap haya Hayahay in binisaya. Because somebody is washing our clothes. You know, the school, when they cook for the students, it included us as directors. The school is paying for our bills electric bills, water bill, house provided a house for us. Wonderful life in the province. But the Lord said, I have such a wonderful place for you. Let's go deeper. Deeper. So we went to Tacloban. 2007, Pastor Giselle went there for our anniversary. And he challenged me. And he said, you know what? You can go deeper, Jerson. You can go to a cinema and you would watch this thing grow. By then, we don't have so much money to pay for the rent of the cinema. But we went deeper. And everything is the, it's just part of history right now. Our church grew. There's, there's a, a, a voice. We became a voice in the city, literally. When mayor is sick, he would call. When mayor has a birthday, he would call. But then I loved it. It's comfort. You know, I, I could grow my hair gray in this place. I can even, you know, say, Anika can, can be married in this place. But God said, Move 2012, we moved here in Manila. Go deeper. And we thought we would stay long in Alabang. Alabang New Life. Alabang eh. New Life Christian Center. Love it. Never drove a car. Never owned a car. You know, a missionary lent me his vehicle you know, for two years while I was in Tacloban. But here in Alabang right away, I I'm loved by Pastor Paul. He said, Jerson, you deserve one. He gave me a a car for the use of the ministry of course. But you know what? In Alabang, you're standing, I understand that. I will let go of you. This is short. There's a comfort there. I love it. In fact, the comfort room is so nice. You just extend your hand. Automatically, you don't have to use your faith. It's a fact. In the province kasi we have to use our faith. water o Water o but in Alabang there's always paper towel unlimited. But then God told us Butuan City. Butuan City. Yes Lord. People are asking us questions. Even in the province when we left Takloban, some pastors asked me, have you done wrong? Any wrong at all? Have you sinned against God? Stolen money in your church? Why you are you moving? Man, we've worked for many years in our church and we never grew, grew it like yours. It's not my church. It's Jesus' church. Why leave, Why leave Alabang? Why go to Mindanao? Mindanao, there's war in Mindanao. Brothers and sisters, if you're in the center of the will of God, there's safety there. There's, that's where the opportunities are. That's where the success is. And significance in life. Come on, pinch me. Kick me out of this pulpit. I need to stop. Last verse. This is scary. And I'm going to stop. In fact, you know, I'm going to be carrying my phone. Listen to this. So when they had brought their boats to land, remember they're full of fish. When they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed Him deeper in life. They're not afraid to follow Him because all the fish can be found in Him. All the things that they need in life is in Him. All the security that they would have, all the finances, all the blessing Whether their mother-in-law gets sick, healing is in Him. Assurance, faith, love, everything that you would be needing in life can be found in Him. Father, I pray that these people are God. Would receive that. Would receive that. I bless them in Jesus' name. Keep on standing, Pastor Alvin.
1: As you're standing here, maybe you're hearing the message and you're saying, I want to get deeper, but you don't have a relationship with God. I believe that's the invitation. Is that you find yourself, you find yourself at the foot of the cross. If you've never given your life to Christ, I'm going to ask every, every head to be bowed and eyes to be closed. I want you to raise your hand and say, Pastor, that's me. I want, I want Jesus in my life. There you go. I see some hands being raised. I see some hands being raised over there. There you go. Wait for a few more seconds. There you go. If you raise your hand, I want you to pray this prayer. I'm going to ask everyone else to pray along with you. But pray it from your heart. And pray this prayer. Jesus, I thank you that you've, you've given me an invitation to step deeper. Father, today, I thank you that you have given us Jesus, that he suffered for me, that he died for me, he was buried for me, and you've taken care of all my sin in Jesus Christ. Today is a new beginning. As I give my life, I receive his life. I am a new creation. I'll never be the same again. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. For more
0: information, follow us on social media or visit our website at newlifebefore.com.